0: I don't know who needs to hear this, but...
1: Wash your hands after you're using the restroom.
0: That's solid. Solid. Highly recommended. Hello, I'm Heidi <laughs> and 407 miles to myself.
1: Is John here at the set and we're the Badgers.
0: And he just laughs at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so harsh. I mean, I just failed him once. Okay, that is ghetto boffing. <laughs> I Mark? did. I did. I <laughs> learned about the Supreme Court today. Only most of you guys are going to recognize this.
0: Documents
1: on a piece of paper. <laughs>
0: How's it going down in Florida, John?
1: Oh my god. It's It's pretty good. Temperatures are pretty mild all things considered. You know, it's in Florida and North it's in October.
0: Florida. You're like pretty pretty high up there.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess you would know better what South Florida feels like right South now than Florida I South
0: Florida is pretty hot. I mean, it really wasn't that bad, but I guess yeah, it is October. Um, but it was definitely more hot and humid than I my ideal is.
1: Yeah, fine Yeah. So uh, I did not
0: get stranded in South Florida, so that's exciting. Not in I've South Florida. Also driven about two thousand miles in the last week, so that's been really fun. But on the plus side, I got to see you.
1: Yes, that is a very plus side. Guys, so I've been able to exciting. see my husband
0: twice in the last week. It's been so uh, exciting.
1: It's yeah, twice in the same yeah. week. that's crazy. Yeah,
0: it's wild. Um, but yeah, I went. I just had a girls' trip because I turned thirty this year, and so did my best friend. So we decided we were gonna meet up and do a girls' trip out, and went to we. She flew into Orlando. I picked her up, and we spent the week in Fort Lauderdale
1: you're 30
0: i'm 30.
1: oh my god you're so, I know old. I'm
0: so old i'm like ancient um yeah but it was a lot of fun Dirt. we we went snorkeling we found a sea turtle hung out a lot of beaches and we took a lot of mermaid pictures because my best yes. friend is a mermaid
1: i saw your uh your mermaid pictures and they are quite uh lovely
0: no don't i make a cute mermaid <laughs>
1: it's actually a lot of fun i'm
0: not gonna lie like it's really fun when like the little girls notice you and they all get really excited They're like oh mommy there's a mermaid and you're like yeah i'm cool i'm definitely not just some girl wearing a tail on the beach because let me tell you it is so awkward to like scoot around in those tails it is not glamorous to get into them and it's not glamorous to move around but you sure look pretty just sitting there
1: yeah
0: it also made me a little bit nervous to put on a literal fish tail and swim around in the ocean when I have an irrational fear of sharks—that made me a little bit nervous. Is—is
1: is it an irrational fear? Oh, so you know that most shark attacks happen in three feet of water. So well, where are you doing where are this most irrational people fear? Are. Exactly. So
0: like that sounds logical. I was told that you are more likely to be attacked by a shark if you're on a board of some sort because you resemble a seal or a sea lion like you have like the big body and then you've got like the little like paddly arms so if you're like and you
1: are slippery like a seal right now
0: (laughs) I don't like that you just said that that's uncomfortable but yeah so like if you are like moving your whole body swimming around you look less like part of their food chain so they're less likely to eat you but I feel like putting a tail on like a literal fish tail on and swimming around does not like take you out of the food chain but it was a lot of fun.
1: I think that it would have to be a pretty damn big shark in order for it to mistake you for for food. Probably. Especially if you have a tail. Also, my
0: best friend so, told me that sharks are scared of bubbles. So if you ever encounter a shark, you're supposed to blow bubbles at it.
1: And she is uh, a marine biologist or something, right? right? She's a
0: mermaid. Yeah. Well, so that's not what I... Not her real life. What? I know. In her real life, she is a marine biologist. She does um, spend a lot of time in the ocean swimming around potentially dangerous animals, so... Yeah, um, but my car broke down on the way home the day I was supposed to leave. We uh, got in it a wooden start, so that was exciting. Um, potentially stranded 800 miles from home. But luckily, we were able to get it going, and we just decided to make a run for it and cannonball run it towards home and get as far as we could, which happened to be all the way. So hopefully I'll get well, that looked I at am... tomorrow and fixed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad you made it, made it you home safe. Nothing makes you feel more
0: helpless than like being in a place where you know nobody and you're so far away from home and being like my car is broken I can go literally nowhere but you're surrounded by all of these cars and you're like so
1: why can't you ever break down when it's convenient I
0: know right it's like it's always like your car's waiting well I feel like my car hit 100,000 miles and then it just is like falling to pieces like the radiator hose broke right before our trip and then now like yep. my starter is busted it's just been like a whole thing. Our,
1: our trip last month
0: yeah. yeah um yeah that's been that's been my fun week uh it's been a blast uh, i've had a really good time i highly recommend um south florida it's a lot of fun one of my favorite pastry chefs is down there so we made sure to stop by his place uh it was delicious that might come up later in our stamp of approval i might mention that again yeah that's so been exciting. And you you didn't get kicked out of class.
1: I did not. So there was a specific episode that, uh, it was the most recent episode of Mercury Theater Podcast, which you should listen to, by the way, listeners. Uh, but there, it was, uh, I got very enlightened <laughs> <laughs> so that I could, I could write the episode and it's a, it's, it's a funny episode. It does have some very and clever lines in it. It does. It does have some clever lines in it, but then I found out that I was going to get hired for this uh, this DOT job, uh, the uh, transportation job, and I was like, "Well, oh, shit! I have to get my uh, get my act together." And then I uh, passed a drug test. It seems so far. Yay! So. It's it's a hair follicle test. It's not like a swab or anything. So it's not like I can just, I can just be like, uh, a week or three weeks clean. It's a it's it's yeah, a hair no, follicle. test. we made so sure it's... that you
0: waited a significant period of time before going to this. So hopefully that continues to yes. hold. You don't get kicked out of class. So.
1: Yeah. So we we based it off of uh, last week on Wednesday. Somebody had gotten. Uh, kicked out of class. Even though he was a good driver, he got kicked out because he uh, he tested positive for having um, some kind of illicit, regardless of whether it's legal in in a state that he might uh, have participate or partaken of. Nice. So yeah, that was a uh, that was pretty stressful. But we'll see tomorrow, and then I'll feel a lot more comfortable.
0: Yay! Oh, also Yay. we got we have a dog. You have a dog. I have a dog. Uh, <laughs> tell, so I foster. I dog. foster dogs. Um, we f- got this dog. She was our first foster dog. And I maybe played the girl card of, like, John didn't give me a hard no, so I went for it, but he didn't actually ever give me the yes. So I just got this dog to foster, and uh, it turns out she didn't like John very much. She was not, not a fan of him. Did not. Not
1: a fan of the, m- the men.
0: Yeah, it does not, does not like men as most women feel. Um, so she, we eventually ended up finding her a home and we adopted her out. And this lady turns out to be like a nightmare and a half. Three different times she said that she wanted to give this dog back. So I like arranged a time, rearranged my schedule, gotten ready to like pick this dog back up, to bring her back into her foster care. And three times she's been like, no, I want to keep this dog. Actually, I've changed my mind. And then this last time she's been like a nightmare and a half. So we finally got the dog back. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, so now I have a dog. So now I'm not like, you know, all lonely and sad. I can be an old dog lady. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to have um, her. We went on a walk tonight. Yeah. She was lovely.
1: Well, good. I'm glad that uh, she's enjoying your presence. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's good. Um, it sounds like she's in a much better position than she was uh, Oh my gosh, yeah. Yesterday. It's so
0: sad like seeing her again because when I first picked her up, she was so nervous. She was scared of everything. It took her so long to come out of her shell. And then once she did, she like only wanted to be next to me all the time. And when I picked her back up today, she was so much like more nervous than she was with the last time I got her. She was so scared. She didn't want anything to do with anybody. She was like as far away from me as possible in the backyard. So hopefully we can, like, you know... Get her get her happy in a happy place again. And I'm really excited to take her back to the dog park so she can see all of her old friends at the dog park because they all really loved her. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so I have a question for you. Okay. Aquaman.
0: Oh, gosh. I watched a preview is... for that. Actually, I think it was actually the movie, but I thought it was a preview on whatever movie we we're like, supposed to be watching. I'm unimpressed with what I saw. Sorry. Go ahead. Aquaman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad you took it and ran with it. So Aquaman, DC or Marvel, do you know?
0: I'm pretty sure it's DC. Pretty sure it's DC. You think so. I don't think it shows up on our Marvel lineup, so I'm pretty sure it's DC.
1: Oh, okay. Right. Yes. Because we're we're okay, right. Yeah, so dc and it would fall into not the just uh, justice league i think it's justice League.
0: yeah that sounds right
1: Uh, not the avengers right Right. yeah yeah so So, i I mean if if it does end up being marvel
0: then we will eventually see it because we are currently rewatching all the marvel movies in what's supposed to be like chronological order not release order but like chronological order
1: yeah it's so difficult like the hulk like we we just watched the hulk uh recently i love that because
0: it's like the it's the wrong hulk it's like a different person but they never bothered to remake that movie
1: it's so ridiculous because they have the uh that was the the sequel and the prequel had a different or they all like every hulk has a different hulk actor yes and and they tried to pawn them off as having been the same person and it's like it's not the same person those
0: gamma rays really effective man
1: because you remember at the very end of one of the Hulk At the Hulk like the, that we
0: watched. Yeah, with Edward Norton. That they have the, like, little and, end of the Avenger clip.
1: Stark. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes over and starts talking about the, the Avengers. But it's like, you're... You're... That's not... That's not the same person. Like, are the... Are they not paying people enough? What's what's the justification for not being in like you can't get in one of the Avengers movies movies and then not show up in this well, in a sequel? I think in like, I Edward feel like Norton's it's contractual. Defense,
0: I don't think that they um like had started this whole mcu thing like the marvel cinematic universe when he was the hulk i think that was like way before but
1: they knew that it was going into it because of the stark thing well maybe they added that at the end
0: like maybe they added that scene later like when they were like oh like we're gonna make this an mcu thing and they were like we just gotta like tack this one like three minute scene on the end
1: but it is interesting. Okay, so my my biggest frustration, and we could talk for hours and hours about how the the MCU universe works, mm-hmm. but I'm just gonna talk. I'm just gonna address the one thing that's really fucking bothering me, and that's the part where where the tesseract is first introduced. <laughs> you
0: really take a lot of issue with the tesseract.
1: <laughs> yes. So nobody's able to look at it with their own eyes. Nobody's able to like they have to have special glasses or whatever to even be able to look at it unless they are themselves superhuman and and that was in uh, which one was that um, you remember which one that was that it was first introduced it was uh, it, it wasn't Captain Marvel right? Captain
0: no it was Captain Marvel yeah because no, 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 it was the no, thing no, that like powered her ship. It was, it was her her Captain ship.
1: America no, Captain no no Captain America. Marvel
0: was before that and that's what powered her ship oh. yeah
1: what? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So they didn't have to have special glasses to look at it then, but they had to look at it with special glasses in Captain America. And then nowhere else do they seem to recognize that, oh my God, my eyes are
0: burning. Well, like there's,
1: there's no recognition of this.
0: maybe they just struggled in the fifties with, uh, being able to see things.
1: Oh yeah, you know, we've evolved past that. Yeah,
0: then the... there're like <laughs> nuclear radiation after that, so like that maybe Whatever. that changed everything.
1: That's bullshit. I and mean, it's like this is the one thing that is going from ep- from movie to movie to movie to movie, right? Yeah. It's it's pretty much the only consistency throughout the Avengers. Well, we've only gotten to the
0: first pe- Avengers, so maybe once we like keep going forward they'll uh start putting eye protection on again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, you can only look at it for so many movies, and then you have mm-hmm. to put glasses on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not impressed with that. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so the script supervisor should have taken care of that and made sure that, you know, they understood that it was... I'll tell Becky to get and, right on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of, uh, did you see that IATSE, or the uh, I, the... Well, they're they're the people the from, people who uh, are trying to
0: like, uh, strike.
1: So they voted to strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's coming up. Yeah,
0: so that's very yeah. exciting. So
1: that's going to be interesting. We'll uh, we'll see another strike within uh, yeah. uh, our our Hopefully, we can get maybe. Becky on.
0: Uh, she's my sister, and she works in the film industry, so she's like really affected. She works at the level that is currently like facing this strike issue. So maybe we can get her on, and she can talk about it with us
1: facing the strike issue as in like being part of the like, strike Yeah, like or she's not being she's
0: the like film she works at the level of film that like is being affected by the people who are she's one of the people who would be striking.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's a uh, that's pretty big. Yeah. But uh yeah, while we're on the subject of stuff happening in history.
0: Today in history? I am history.
1: History. Alright, so I don't think this is in chronological order or anything. Yeah, it's just like whatever we saw, I was like, let's put this in. So, October 14th, busy day. So, if you want to uh, do something really spectacular for the day, uh, October 14th is probably not the one to do it. So um October 14th of 1982. President Reagan declared war on drugs and that's why we don't have drugs anymore.
0: Impressive. It's also when the Cuban missile yeah. crisis began, so I don't think that's the right year so. for it. I didn't look up the year for that. But I mean, here we are like threatening Cuba and knocking out drugs. So look at us go. <gasps> yeah,
1: uh the Cuban missile crisis happened during uh during uh, uh jfk
0: okay so like the 60s
1: so he was not president reagan oh 1962 okay
0: you're right that's fair i'm not great with presidents (laughs) all
1: right (laughs) well okay
0: here's something i am pretty decent in 1892 the adventures of sherlock holmes was published for the first time sir arthur conan doyle knocking it out of the park there
1: have you heard of this book yes
0: i have heard of this book do you have a favorite sherlock
1: like of the movies
0: yeah and tv shows
1: I would probably have to say that Robert Downey Jr. is killing it right now. Oh, he did do a really good job. Yeah. Um, I can't say that there are too many other people who really did it.
0: Benedict Cumberbatch did a really good job.
1: He did. He did. But, you know, it was so... Okay. So nothing against English productions, but they do have a tendency to... Feel like they weren't done in Hollywood. <laughs>
0: that, fair. Um, I do like that they like did the Benedict Cumberbatch version in like modern days. So they have like cars and stuff and phones and texting and things like that. I thought they did a good job like adapting it. But I do like that Robert Downey Jr. is like original steampunk era, like early 1900s, and. That he like he's just really good at playing eccentric people, and I think that that's just who he is as a person. So it comes across so well as like being Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah.
1: So he has such a weird name, um, Benedict Cumberbatch. So I don't even know him as <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. I know you, I know you call him, him Benedict Benedict Dick Cumber Snatch. <laughs> <Weird But, ass. laughs> <laughs> i w- i was wanting to look up real quick like a bunch of different names but there's a It's way literally that, like if it you know, starts with like a this, uh,
0: b and like you could just do a it couple of the b yeah and, yeah yeah uh, you
1: add. can call them anything <laughs> <laughs> and it i could call it like bulbous face like
0: i could i could call it like bulbous face like cumberbund and you would still know exactly who i was talking about like you could yeah. just say like anything
1: I saw a list one time that had like 30 different names, and it's like all of them hilarious, (laughs) but my favorite was Bendy Dick Cummy (laughs) Snatched. Anyway. So weird. Okay, what else has happened today? 1834. The first black American, Henry Blair, gets a patent for a corn planter.
0: Ooh, how exciting. I really want to plant some corn. I think that'd be fun. Um, In 1947, Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier in his first supersonic flight.
1: And what did he fly?
0: Uh, oh my god! Really fast. It was
1: the uh, the the Bell XS one.
0: Oh, nice. He went
1: Mach one point zero one five.
0: Look at him go! I really want to like break the sound I, barrier. I think that'd be really cool.
1: I don't think it's like. Yeah, I, I saw I saw a video yesterday or today or maybe. But like one of the Blue Angels had flown at uh, at supersonic, right at the beach, like like right off the beach, uh-huh. and he had to because they were so low. He actually had to go over the uh, the pier that he was going oh, gosh. Right towards because like like as an obstacle, like it was crazy how fast he was going and how low he was going. Like he literally had to dodge it. But you could see that uh that like. That wave that's around the, the jets—it's f- crazy. Have you seen the wave, like the no. wave?
0: You're gonna have to it's send me this so video. So, put it in the show notes.
1: Okay, we'll we'll have to put it in the show notes then. <laughs> um. All right. What yeah. else happened today? So, nineteen thirteen, and you're gonna have to figure out how to say this name with me because uh, this is ridiculous. Sang-hied. So this is hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so I think this is Sing-hied. Welsh. Oh, gall. Yeah, the Welsh have such a re- have have a really um colorful language, yep. but it's Sengidnid, Sengidnid. Sounds good. That Sengenid. sounds good. I accept that. Col- and then Colliery. Sure. Colliery. Co-
0: Co- 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 anyway,
1: Colliery. Um, so the worst coal mining accident of the UK happened and. Uh, an explosion claimed 439 lives. That's crazy. That's a lot of lives. So we we keep on thinking about lives in, like, you know, they say that one death is a tragedy and a thousand deaths is a statistic. Is a statistic. Mm-hmm. It's very true. You think about all the times, like right now we have, you know, about 2,000 people dying a day of COVID. And... It's just like oh, it's two thousand people dying a day. It's like it's two thousand people. Like you know how many people died in the. Uh, that's in like the if everybody hours? in my
0: entire company died today. Every
1: single one of them.
0: Like that's yeah. wild. Yeah. Uh, it's so n- crazy. Did anything else happen today?
1: Um. Yes. So nineteen fifty-eight. The U.S. performs a nuclear test at the Nevada test site. So I actually have this really fun little anecdote regarding this. Okay. So when I was selling cars, I met a guy. One, actually, uh, ironically, had uh, worked on Chuck Yeager's uh, the, uh, that plane mm-hmm. that we just talked about, the XS, whatever, the Bell XS. One. but a different person was actually at the Nevada test site when the nuclear bomb uh, the nuclear test happened and they were literally wearing a a gas mask and their regular BDUs oh. like their their army mili- their army uniforms mm-hmm. and that's all they were wearing they were in a ditch and the shock wave went over them dang but, that's crazy. Yeah. That's
0: very cool. It is.
1: That is so crazy. Huh. But uh needless to say both of those people were a little bit on the elderly side.
0: I'm sure. Well, what a fun day <laughs> yeah. in history today has been.
1: It's huh. a big day in history. Yeah, Don't do anything in uh October 14th expecting to make history because that's uh you're going to get lost in a bunch of those.
0: Oh yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, uh do you need a minute?
1: I, I certainly do need a minute. So, All right. ding. <laughs> can, can, can we talk a, a minute about small talk and how absolutely absurd some t- small talk is? Like, like, if I'm sitting down and I'm eating a sandwich and somebody walks into the break room or wherever the hell it is that I am and say, hey, what'd you eat in a sandwich? That is not... I cannot have a conversation with what you eat in a sandwich that is that is asked and answered and i had no part of either like don't don't ask me stupid questions that aren't going to get get any conversation actually going if you're wanting to ask me a question maybe ask me how i'm doing but not only like i don't like i don't like being told or asked how you doing and then expecting the i'm doing fine how are you like that's bullshit anyway, um that's uh that's pretty much all I have. What about you?
0: uh yes, I do need a minute uh ding, okay, if you want to do something, that's fine when I go on vacation, I know you always tell me that like I need to have a plan for every minute of every day. I don't I really don't I like to have like one general thing you're gonna be doing that day, but here's the thing is like if you want to go to a store, you need to like know where that store is. You need to have like a general idea of like, this is the area that this store is in, so you know where you're going to find it. In this case, it's like, we have a giant ocean with a lot of coastline here. If you want to like go snorkel, you need to like know where you're going. It can't just be like a, well, we'll just get in the ocean and like swim around and like hope we see something. Cause you're just, you're not. And like the same with just every time it's like, okay, I don't need every minute of every day planned out, but I do need like some basic outline of like what the plan is. I just need to know. I just need to have a plan. Just have a plan in place. Just like a basic plan. (sighs) Yeah, that's all. That's That's my rant for the moment.
1: We've never discussed this, but do we have an opportunity to rebut?
0: <laughs> no. No. You do not get to rebut. Anything that I say during my knee, I need a minute. That is my minute to talk, and you do not get to comment on it. Oh,
1: my God. Okay. Tell me about your crazy I'll people
0: just... at, at uh, class.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, so how do you tie your shoes? Okay, so I have a classmate. Now, I am... I am in a class of truckers, and we're learning how to drive and back up and doing all of these different maneuvers, right? Now, okay. so far, we have done all of, we spent a week literally just backing up, going straight back. Which I feel is like we're already setting the bar sounds. really low. We're setting it really low, really low, but it is there is some difficulty involved with it. Now, we were doing that for a week. I have a classmate who took all of a week and it is now Wednesday and he has taken all of this week to figure out how to do the thing that could have been (laughs) figured out on the first, on the second day of, of doing this. And then he gets on Monday, we started doing a different task, which is like doing this, uh, this offset kind of a thing. It's like going from left to right. And it's, it's a really simple task. It's just a matter of execution. But he doesn't understand that he needs to quit. He just, he just <laughs> needs. He just, he I'm needs sorry, to...
0: sir. You just do not qualify for this class.
1: No, honestly, he he shouldn't. He should have already figured out. Look, this isn't for me. I am a hazard to society by being here. Maybe this is his like, last
0: option.
1: I... No, no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> this isn't his All last right. option. Well, then, what
0: he... what career would you recommend him to go into if he can't drive a truck?
1: No, I never said he couldn't drive a truck. I said he just can't he back up. How to back, he doesn't know how to back up a trailer, so he uh. could get a, a CDLB, which gives him extra then we should fill him, put him in like a school like concrete bus concrete full of trucks. small
0: children. That sounds like such a good option as well.
1: Okay, what's <laughs> what's really con- really concerning is we found out today that one of our classmates had sat in the car with him, like a personal car, mm-hmm. and they were just going over to Walmart to grab something. This guy, I'm not saying any names, <laughs> but he's driving, and they drove down a one-way road the wrong direction. Oh gosh!
0: Okay, in his defense though, one-way roads are difficult, especially if you're like in an area that you're not familiar with. Because I feel like the signage is—it's a divided always... highway.
1: It's a divided oh. highway. It's not—it's not actually a one-way. Okay, road, I have but less excuse for highway. that.
0: I—I don't have any reason for that one. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. <laughs> it was oh, absolutely ridiculous.
0: Some people.
1: Yeah, so oh. I just, I don't know how, how he wakes up in the morning. And, like, the, the most frustrating part is the fact that he just doesn't know when to quit. And it's not all careers are for all people. Like, there are a lot of careers that I shouldn't be a part of. Yeah, how many careers have careers... you gone through
0: in our five-year marriage? I'm just saying that you're right. Like, not all careers are for all people. So, there's nothing wrong so with, I, like, just switch it around. Just try something new.
1: Ideally, I would actually not even go into, into trucking because this isn't my career choice. It, well, it is a career choice that I have an opportunity to get into. But right now, it's just I something easy to, rep, yeah, to just
0: pay report. the bills while you're, like, doing something else. Yeah.
1: Because ideally I would go into into podcasting full time and I personally am okay with making less money podcasting than I would be making a lot more money trucking as long as it's able to pay the bills. But as it stands right now, I am making all of goose egg to pay the bills with the uh, with the whole podcasting. Those thing. pesky little bills so,
0: adult life it's terrible.
1: I found a five stars that you I am, recommend. <laughs> yes. I have found that I am very passionate about something that has the potential of being a career. And it's just a matter of making it happen. So if you're looking for an editor for a podcast
0: Hit <laughs> hey, John me up, know. he'd love to help you out.
1: I would love to help you out, but I still have to pay the bills, so nice. Anyway. Alright. Um Stamp of Approval. So ready for the stamp of approval? Yeah. The Badger's stamp of approval.
0: All right. So my stamp of approval is one girls trips uh if you haven't call up your best friend see if you guys can go somewhere like next month it's so much fun like it's just it's relaxing and it's chill and it's just a blast to like get out of town and hang out with just a bunch of girls in this case it was just me and one other girl but it was still like it was just fun we like explored and we saw what we wanted to see and we ate good food and we just had a good time uh, my second stamp of approval, because I guess I'm doing two, is Antonio oh Bacor. If you have not had an opportunity, look up Bacor, B-A-C-H-O-U-R, on Instagram. His pastries
1: B-A-C-H-O-U-R. His
0: pastries are amazing. <laughs> they are beautiful and they taste delicious and he does this amazing, beautiful like two color lamination. Oh, it was worth a drive. It was worth every moment of that drive. And we got stuck in traffic, like dead stop traffic in Miami because everybody gets in accidents all the time there. But it's so good. What's your stand? So I would
1: like to actually second second your girls trips. I love going on girls trips. Yeah? Yeah, you and your girls get out a lot? Well, not that they know about. Oh, Oh, uh, no! no. Then. So I would actually put my stamp of approval on something that's a little bit less um, exotic, like yours were, <laughs> but Robert Irvine's Fit Crunch Bars. So I have had.
0: You finally found a granola bar not, you like. It's
1: not necessarily a granola bar. It's a uh, it's an energy bar. And oh. you know the uh, you know the show Dinner Impossible on Food Network. So Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. Robert Irvine.
0: I'm well aware of who Robert Irvine is. We have a giant, like a gallon container of his protein powder currently sitting in our pantry. Yes. Because I recall once upon a time you decided you wanted to like work Mm -hmm. out and you were going to like eat all the chocolate peanut butter protein powder. So really what I should
1: have done is I should have taken that powder to work Uh, while I was working at the Home Depot and getting a bunch of, uh, getting my power lifting in then. That's ah, I,
0: we just missed that opportunity. I, I did Dang. miss
1: that opportunity, but I would have had to take milk. But you like the Fit Crunch yeah, Bars. Like, yeah. So I'm, I'd am i almost say that anything that Robert Irvine's name is on is probably pretty good. So, yeah. Um, energy Bars have a tendency to just kind of taste like they're, they're like tacky and stuff. It's not really delicious. It's <laughs> just... It's just, I guess, nut- nutritious. But he does. Their their uh, their crunch bars are, are really good. Anyway, do nice. you have a you have a question right, cool. for me?
0: I do have a question.
1: Courtesy of Travis Brown's Poddex. Uh,
0: what is the most important thing to carry with you all the time?
1: I would have to say that my driver's license.
0: Hmm. uh i would say okay. nail clippers
1: okay you you remember this one trip that we took
0: our honeymoon <laughs> our honeymoon that we took that was 12 days and we like almost died because we didn't have nail clippers and i don't know why we didn't just we, go buy some but we were like insane by the last day because we no, hadn't i know our nails. why
1: i know why we didn't clip good anywhere because we didn't have a car
0: oh yeah that's true
1: we we, we were just, at, like, the, hit uh, up a... at the mercy of the the Amtrak yeah this just Oh, That's valid. Wouldn't, uh, um, you, it was terrible, wanna, though. You want to know what my terrible. favorite thing is? What?
0: What is your favorite thing? <laughs>
1: this is my favorite thing. Um, Amtrak vacations. I like our Amtrak thing. vacation. Okay. Is it? Okay. So I like the concept of it. I like that we got a folder the that they were like, here are your train
0: it? tickets. Here are your attraction tickets. Here's your schedule and itinerary. Go. And I was like, perfect. I don't have to book hotels or like plan car rentals or anything like that.
1: And yet we did.
0: Yeah, that's true. It was not yeah. quite as inclusive See, as we had hoped.
1: Yeah, and the, the the train would leave the station at like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so we'd I have didn't to like figure that. out how to get to the train station and then we'd have to actually we'd be on the train for two hours, we'd arrive at our place with all of our luggage in hand, and then it's like, Well, what are we supposed to do now? We can't we can't just leave the luggage.
0: That's valid. The logistics and were not great
1: no it was horrible i i would i would probably go out of my way to say do not do this because it's just i think we just need to find a better
0: travel agency because i kind of really loved the like whole travel agency part of it i just didn't like necessarily like that they forgot that we needed a vehicle or we did not want to get up at 5 a.m to catch a train
1: yeah well the the hardest, one of the hard parts was that we had the luggage and hotels don't let you check in until three o'clock or whatever. Yeah. So we had to, we had to go in and say, Hey, we can't do anything with our luggage. Can you hold this? And then some of them were nice enough to actually let us check in early. But, you know, if they hadn't, we would have just had to lug, lug our luggage. around. This is, this is very true. This is. It was uh, not fun. Anyway, uh, that's all I have. What do you have? You have uh, anything
0: else? Nope, that's it for me. Thank you for hanging out with us at The Set. Don't forget to tweet us at The Set Pod on Twitter with your answer to today's question. What is the most important thing to carry with you all the time? And maybe i will even hear your response on the air next week. Be sure to give our other podcast, Mercury Theater, a listen. Do you want to give a shout out for that this week, John?
1: It's a Mercury Theater podcast.
0: Didn't you just release a new episode?
1: Oh my god, okay, yeah, so th- thank you. Um, ah, so this is every other week that, uh, that an episode comes out, and most recently, Justin McLaughlin from uh, EOS 10 was the the guest and it was it was a delightful conversation and once i got into the post production that's when i started hearing one of the character from the show and i was like oh my god like i couldn't i couldn't hear that while i was talking to him because he and i were were uh were on zoom mm-hmm. so it was just you know we're talking but then it was when i was listening that i was like oh my god that's him um, but I actually got some uh, some really big news today, actually. So I will I have my upcoming two episodes in uh, in the works. I'm really excited about that. So I am not going to tell anybody what that. If you is. want
0: to be one of the first people to find out, follow him on Mercury Theater Podcast at on Twitter, uh, or check out his website Mercury Theater Podcast for more information as well as updates on what is going on here at the set. We will talk to you next week. Bye.